0: It's Tuesday, the 13th of February, 2024. Welcome to the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer.
1: Good morning, Michael.
0: Sean, five stories in five minutes. Let's get going. Story number one, the right to disconnect laws set to pass Parliament are finding some very vocal opponents with claims that they will sap productivity and workplace flexibility.
1: For example, the head of Woodside's HR, Julie Fallon, said the new laws will make it difficult for companies working across multiple time zones. She also said the government's same job, same pay laws passed last year are difficult to navigate. When contracting out work, Woodside wants it to fall under service provision rules, not labour hire. It makes scoping out hiring much more bureaucratic, she said. Fallon was talking at the Financial Review Conference, at a Financial Review Conference yesterday. Australian Industry Group Chief Executive Innes Willick's Said the right to disconnect will diminish flexibility that workers currently enjoy. He told the Australian that the new laws meant leaving early to pick up the kids or go to the dentist will be much harder. Australian Chamber of Commerce and Industry Chief Executive Andrew McKellar said businesses are in uncharted waters. The opposite view was put forward by ACTU Secretary Sally McManus. She said the right to disconnect laws will ensure balance and flexibility by enabling negotiation between workers, their unions, and employers to tailor what is reasonable. It remains to be seen, Michael.
0: And how's it all playing out in Canberra,
1: Sean? It's very much the focus of the opposition's attack on the government at the moment, with opposition leader Peter Dutton vowing to roll back the right to disconnect laws and other elements of the new workplace regime. Pretty clear, Michael, the next election will be fought over tax and industrial relations. Peter Dutton has been using the line that the government has outsourced its IR and economic policy to the Greens. Albanese, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has been appealing directly to workers saying that the opposition wants lower wages, more taxes on low and middle income Australians and wants to wind back reforms that are in the interests of working people. At least we know the ground rules of the next election now, Michael. Indeed, we do. Okay, on to story number
0: two, Sean. And isn't Bitcoin interesting at the moment? It's trading around forty-eight and a half thousand US
1: dollars a unit. That's its highest level since early 2022. It's now risen for seven straight sessions, the longest streak in a year. We had the Bitcoin we had the Bitcoin ETFs launched in mid-January. The crypto spiked then, then it fell back. Now it's at a new multi-year high. It's a hedge against inflation, though inflation is falling, so that's probably not it. It probably does better when the economy looks okay, and that's the case in the US. The main reason for the rise is the launch of the ETFs and flow of institutional money into them. Nine new spot Bitcoin funds begin trading on January 11. They've attracted more than $9 billion US dollars so far, according to Bloomberg. Also, and this reason is a little left field, sentiment towards Bitcoin is normally pretty good during the Lunar New Year. Okay. Story number three,
0: JB Hi-Fi has delivered better than expected earnings, even though profit, Sean, was
1: down nearly 20%. Because companies like JB Hi-Fi give guidance throughout the year, earnings season is about whether companies can beat, match or miss guidance. And in this instance, JB Hi-Fi beat guidance, pushing its share price up more than 1%. Chief Executive Terry Smart described the retail environment as challenging, with sales growth in January up about 2.5% from a year earlier. While turnover at subsidiary The Good Guys was lower than last year, the group continues to have a dominant market position with younger tech-savvy demographics, though increased discounting for the six months hit the bottom line. Like last week's retailers that reported, JB Hi-Fi looks to be managing the downturn in the economy pretty well. Its share price jumped 7% yesterday.
0: Story number four, Sean, CSL's share price fell more than 5% yesterday after it said a phase three trial of a new drug to treat second heart attacks has been abandoned.
1: Second heart attacks account for a large share of cardiovascular deaths and the trials didn't achieve the aim of showing it could reduce major adverse cardiovascular events, i.e., It didn't work well enough. The CSL 112 drug was supposed to be a blockbuster for the healthcare company. It came up short. CSL spends about 10 percent of revenue on R&D. That's a lot of money, particularly for an Australian company. It spent around one billion dollars on this drug. The trials could still yield useful lessons for the company's cardiovascular and metabolic drug development programs. But it demonstrates that in big pharma, there can be a lot of heartbreak. CSL releases its half-year results today. Uh, Sean, last story. Story number
0: five. I've got no idea what to make of this one. Donald Trump has been very vocal about his dislike of NATO, suggesting that Russia could bomb US allies
1: who don't stump up funds for defence spending. Yep, don't know what to make of this one. At a rally in South Carolina, Mr. Trump recounted a story about an unidentified NATO leader who confronted him over his threat not to defend members who failed to meet the Transatlantic Alliance's defence spending targets. Mr. Trump said he told the NATO leader that he would, in fact, encourage Russia to do as it wishes if a NATO member doesn't pay up. The alliance, which Trump has long disliked, is bound to collectively retaliate if any other member nation is attacked. It includes places like the UK, France, Germany, Poland. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg said any suggestion that allies will not defend each other undermines everyone's security and puts American and European soldiers at increased risk. Okay,
0: that's it. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Tuesday, the 13th of February, 2024. Remember to hit follow on the podcast and if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed Business News wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed. Have a great day.